0: Great chiropractors and physical therapists are under constant pressure of declining insurance reimbursements and long hours. But did you know there's a way to double your profit without working more? By building a gym onto your practice, you can earn more income, stabilize your business, and be a hero to your family, patients, and team. It's a big undertaking with a huge reward. Dr. Josh Satterley has done it, changed his life, and now wants to help you do the same. Welcome to Clinic Gym Radio. Hey, Sean, how are you, man? Josh, I'm doing
1: great, man. How are you? I'm very good. For the listeners out there, I am talking today, excitedly speaking with Sean Masters. And Sean, can you give everybody a little bit of history about yourself, your clinic, your location, all the goods so they can find you?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, I am a personal trainer by trade. I don't know how many of your listeners are uh, personal trainers, but... Um, my career trajectory kind of started with an injury when I was in high school, which I think is familiar, uh, language for a lot of your listeners, just cause of the empathy that comes with it. But, uh, I tore my labrum in, in high school, always had a passion and affinity for exercise and, and movement and, uh, decided that, you know, while I knew personal training, um, uh, you know, in hindsight, I didn't really know it very well, but I had good kind of foundation blocks and principles. Um, I just didn't want to count, you know, three sets of 10 in a one-on-one setting. That wasn't my my thing. And so I really, because of my injury, I really had a deep passion for how I got injured. Um, why as a four-sport athlete, I sustained such a traumatic injury that, uh, needed, uh, surgery. And, uh, so I just kind of dove head first and anatomy and physiology and it kind of just, it helped create some clarity on what I want to do for the rest of my life. And, uh, so in 2010, I co-founded kinetic sports rehab with my business partner and great friend and mentor, Dr. Mike Bourbonnais, And, uh, yeah, the model was based around delivering a modern experience. Um, I know that probably sounds a little cliche. I think we all tried to achieve that, but, um, it was, you know, the industry that we're, uh, in, um, respectively hasn't really changed a whole lot in, you know, at least a few decades and, and I wanted to give it a real fresh feel. And that came from delivering a unparalleled experience and, how you deliver that experience is really how you as the co-founder or the owner or the, um, the teammate kind of show up every day and that kind of emanates positivity and energy and, and also creating an open atmosphere. So in a a very small nutshell, that's, that's basically my history leading up to this point.
1: That's awesome because, uh, you know, to me, this was like, uh, you were, um, Oh, who are those two guys? Like you were uh, Thomas Swan and I was, you know, Thomas Edison, or I can't remember the other guy that they created the light bulb in one in, in the UK and one in uh, in America at the same time. And not knowing that they're work- both independently working on this great idea. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, my belief is that the integrated gym fitness and clinic model is the absolute future of healthcare. I mean, I, I really think insurance companies in 10 years are going to get into this because they're going to realize how well it works and how, you know, what a cost things are in. But the fact that you guys built up Kinetic up there in Seattle, Washington, into exactly what I was trying to build here in Las Vegas is, it, it's, it's reassuring to me because it tells me, you know, independently, just thinking about what's a great idea, we are on the same path. And so I'm super excited to talk to you today, man.
2: Yeah, likewise. Uh, yeah, I mean, if there's, if there's a city to try to prove out a concept, I mean, Seattle is, uh, can be perceived as a real you know, challenging city just because of course there's no shortage of great healthcare providers out there. And then, and, you know, quote unquote competition, but uh, you know, it was, it was trying to deliver, take experience, create um, an atmosphere um, within a sports chiropractic clinic that you would find in a company that you're super loyal to, you know, like you, you've, what draws you to certain companies is the experience it's the obviously the personal attention that you get that's just the fact that someone knows your name when you walk in is huge and someone that greets you with a smile and it's a- it's a refuge for positivity that's huge and I, I know we can get into the climate that we're in right now, but i'd rather focus on the positivity the 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 long and the short of it is. People want to be surrounded by positivity because they're bombarded with negativity. And if you just provide some kind of environment like that, it creates a natural magnetic draw.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, the best parts of this business is with this integration, you get to see people, not just when they're injured, but man, you get to see them at their best, right? You get to see them sure. the day after they run that marathon or the, you know, the, the day after they, they compete in some great, event that they thought they might not ever do when they walked in the front doors of the clinic. And I always tell people, you get to see the best parts of your patients, not just them when they're hurt, which is, you know, it's huge to healthcare providers because I think we get into this because we care about people, right? 100%. Uh,
2: You know, and understanding that, you know, your patient isn't coming to see you because they're in pain, as weird as that sounds, you got to think of the other part of that context. It's the pain is preventing them from doing something and to be able to see that come to fruition where they are able to play with their children, run that marathon, play basketball. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, talk about charging the batteries. That's, what, that's why you keep coming to work every day is because you're able to get someone back to a life free of limitations. And, and honestly, there's nothing... I can't think of a single profession that's more rewarding than this profession that we're in right now. So the future is very bright for this profession. Oh, Um, it's just,
1: yeah, man, it's just coming into its own right now. And, And I think people are identifying it with different names, but truly this idea of this active care or movement care or independence care, whatever you want to call that, it's, it's going to explode over the next few years because like you're saying, nobody wants, what's the saying? Nobody wants a quarter inch drill bit, but there's a lot of people that want a quarter inch hole. Yeah. They, they want to do things and, and the chiropractor, physical therapist, trainer, rehab specialist, occupational therapist, those are all tools to get them to their goal, but nobody on their life plan for 2018 is going to write, you know, visit the chiropractor, you know, Mm -hmm. but they are going to say, I want to go kayaking and in their mind, they're thinking, yeah, I don't want it. I don't want my shoulder to hurt when I'm kayaking, though. You know, and so that's what that's really what you guys are providing. And I love the fact that, like you said, that positivity to me, you know, you're putting the, the care back in healthcare, And that sounds mm-hmm. kind of like cheesy or like, you know, I'm some politician running for office. But truly, there are so many people that are in the world of health, <laughs> Uh, health advice. And it's just thrown at them, like uh, thrown at the patient, not in a caring way, but just in a matter of fact way. And that's, that's just not how it happens, man. So you guys are doing, as they say, you're doing the Lord's work, Sean. And I'm, I'd love to talk more about it, man. Let's keep it going, man. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah this is awesome. So I know that you have a lot of, you guys, you're, you're doing amazing things. Number one, you integrated the Cairo and the, and the training, and I wish we had a better word for trainer. I mean, when you're saying you're a personal trainer, I'm thinking, nah, dude, come on. That's, you know, that's like, uh, that's my son is doing watercolors right now. And then there's Van Gogh. So you're more on the Van Gogh side yeah. of painting, but, um, can you well, talk a little bit? It this way? It's
2: like, uh, what's the movie, like Liam Neeson and taken, like we have a particular set of skills, right? Like, <laughs> that's right. Like the, we're like, I am a, like I said, a personal trainer by trade. I went to school for business. We have strength and conditioning specialists on staff that are our rehab specialists, which means that we know protocols to a T we know movement tracks to a T and we know how to communicate the science and really bring an art to it. Meaning like we spend as much time in the science side as we do in the art side, because it doesn't patients at the end of the day, they just want you to get them better. And you could you could be a master of, of all the literature, but if you don't spend a time learning empathy and learning how to communicate and create a relationship and a partnership with your patient, it's gonna be really hard to drive that stickiness. And so that's one thing that we really, you know, hammer um with our training is, is being able to be the best in your lane. We are the best fitness trainers, personal trainers that just that happen to have a specialty in rehab, um, physical rehab. Um, but we go a step further. I think that we're, we have a specialization also in communication, which is, which is huge. I mean, that's biggest, one of our biggest differentiators.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which is why you guys were voted like one of the top places in uh, Seattle to work. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We're We were uh, number three last year, but always
1: in the pursuit for number one. Hey, congratulations, by the way, that's, that's, that's a reflection on how hard you guys have been working at this. Appreciate so can we kind of give people some, uh, like just an overview of kind of how the system works in your clinic, so they can understand the model a little bit, because I'm encouraging them, hey, you got to add a gym to your clinic, not just because, it, it, you know, it, it solves a lot of problems, you get great patient care, you get a whole nother a uh, great addition of a few team members that are going to do a lot of the, the heavy lifting for you. Your patients get another place. They gain confidence in the system. And, and oh, by the way, it's a great revenue stream too. And you know, like it, it, it functions that way as a, from a business side as well. Can you just kind of go, give us a real 30,000 foot view of how it works in your, at Kinetic. Um, if I just walk in, I, you know, I walk in, I injure my back. Uh, how does the process go to where I end up with a trainer?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. So when you enter the front door at Kinetic as a new patient, um, with that new patient, of course, you're going to be with the doctor to go over a very comprehensive exam to determine exactly what you need and, um, and also have that clearly explained to you as I, as I mentioned a minute ago. But typically, and we know this is pain is a symptom of possible dysfunction that could be developing over time. So with a movement um, kind of lens, if you will, we really break down the movement pattern and find where where the first domino fell, right? That led to pain. And what we do is we couple the manual therapy done in the treatment bay with functional rehabilitation. And so the doctor will bring the patient out to the rehab floor to be introduced to a rehab specialist. Now the, the doctor and the rehab work together to design their custom rehab program to complement the therapy that's done in the treatment
1: bay. So you're already having like a team meeting and this person already feels like, wow, this is way different than everywhere else I've ever been.
2: 100%. And we have to make sure we eliminate any ambiguity in that first visit. We have to make sure that they're, that it's crystal clear. Like we want our pay, because what happens is when they go home, the patient is going to be asked by their significant other or friend like, hey, how'd that doctor's visit go? We want it to be on, be beyond just, it was good. We want it to be, it was great. And I found out that it's my left hip that's causing right lower back pain or it's my ankle was actually, you know, moving in a dysfunctional pattern or, you know, whatever it is. But we'd be able to give, you know, explain it in a language that, they can also regurgitate to the people that they care about. Right. And uh, also, I mean, that can feed into referral programs as well. And we can talk about that possibly later, but um, yeah, when they come in, they, they're, they have a team around them, right? I mean, they come in, we have an amazing docs, but when our patients leave, they feel like it's a team that's around them. We're, as I said in a previous podcast, they're not on our team, we're on their team. And we make sure that that is abundantly clear at that first visit.
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, if you look at like Formula One racing, you got this car pulls in and a bunch of people are working on the car, which in this, you know, could be the, the analogy, could be the patient pulls into your place and you got the person changing tires, you know, but you also have the person adding fuel to it and wiping the windshield, like all those things. So when they walk into Kinetic, they're getting a team, they're not getting, there's there's nothing worse in healthcare when, you know, you, you, uh, you walk in and it's like, uh, you know, the, the lady, you know, slides the window across and goes, you know, masters and hands, just shoves a clipboard in your face. Then it shuts. Then when you walk in for your exam, it's like, go down this hallway, turn in this room and and you're isolated, right? You're all alone. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's the closest to being in prison you can be without being in prison. Right. It's like you go in this cell and just stay there and don't, don't talk to anybody. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas it sounds like your model. And this was certainly ours is take that person, walk them into the clinic and in break down the wall, the barrier between clinic and gym. They're all the same thing. We're just calling it different, you know, and, uh, and so you're already breaking down those walls when you're integrating both sides of the coin, both sides of the house. And like you're saying, there's, there's certainly marketing value there. There's service value there. There's communication value there. But the other cool thing is, it's more valuable to your employees as well, right? Like they feel like everybody has support and everybody has somebody else working in their on their behalf as well.
2: Exactly. I mean, at Kinetic, literally from the jump, it's been about a very horizontal hierarchy. Traditionally speaking, of course, the doctors are the doctors and they would be at the top and then you would have your support staff at uh, below. In order for this model to work, when we launched it in 2010, and for it to continue to thrive in late 2017, going into 2018, all of our team members know that they play an equal role in that patient's outcome and their health. And with that, you're able to serve the patient exceptionally well, but you're also able to keep exceptional team members on your team. Because if you have a team that they feel like they're beneath someone, they're below someone. You're not. They're. You're not going to keep that person for very long, especially if you want to find the best of the best, and you should only find the best of the best. You should be always looking for A players, but you're not going to keep those A players unless they feel valued and they're helping to drive the outcome,
1: to drive the purpose. Yeah, yeah. I think purpose is a huge, huge, uh, huge word there. Uh, so once that patient works with the doctor and the Going back to how how the whole thing works, so I want people to get a picture of that. They work with the rehab specialist and the doctor at the same time out out in the open, right? Yes. You're not hiding this behind closed doors. No. Out in the open. Now, along the way, they're getting some re- really good human interaction of the people next to them. The people, you know, they're seeing hopefully people older, weaker, and uh, more beat up than them doing more better exercise than they're currently doing, right? <laughs> And yeah, they go, well, yeah. oh, shoot, if she's lifting 50 pounds, I got to lift 60. And, um, and then what happens after that? So let's say they're now at the phase where they're actually like out of pain. So they don't really have pain, but their movement still sucks. How, who are they working with and how's it going at your place there?
2: Well, they're at that point, they're out in the community, you know, sharing, sharing kinetic. You know, like I like to say is we want patients to come to kinetic. when they leave. We want them to be kinetic, right? So we want them to, you know, continue with the why behind the the first appointment. Right. And so um, when a patient is moving proficiently, they're out of pain, then from there, of course, like, you know, even a Ferrari needs a tune up, right. Like patients will come back periodically for maintenance care. Um, but, you know, with, with going back to your point on the rehab floor, that's so important with that open atmosphere that, that we have is it creates that sense of community, right. Like, I mean, Let's talk about CrossFit. Why is CrossFit successful? Why did it take take off and essentially take over? Is because they got the community aspect right. Say what you want about the programming in this, like you're missing the point. The fact that it fostered community is why it's continuing to be a big success. And so, you know, if a patient is work on the floor and they're doing more remedial exercises, they're going to be really inspired by the person doing more aggressive stuff next to them. But it also creates a dialogue too, right? Like patients will naturally get to know each other. They'll look, they'll look over and say, you know, you know, that's a great exercise. I had to do that two weeks ago. That's amazing. You know, and they'll ask like, what are you working on? And of course that'll start kind of an inner dialogue between the two, um, which only elevates
1: the. The experience yeah, it's, it's a positive version of the, of the grumpy old men's speech, you know, like I've got a sciatica that'll stop a train. Oh, I got this there. You know, I did deadlift with uh, my first day with 20 pounds and now I'm at 110 and it's like, Oh wow. That, you know, they, they know what that progression is. So it's, it's so exciting. And it just adds a, a level of, you know, <laughs> I always laugh at people like, Oh, a lot of this is just a, uh, you know, it's uh what do they call that? Uh, When a drug, a drug a sugar pill works. What's that called? They uh, talk about a placebo? Yeah, placebo. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, like it creates a positive placebo effect. And, you know, the research says placebo can be 30% of the treatment. And in your facility, it's like, well, let's use all of that 30%. Why would we give that up? Rather than a person feeling isolated, alone, and not moving moving forward in a positive manner. So, again, you guys are doing so much right. Um, now, I know we only have you on for a short time here, Sean, because I know you, you guys got a busy busy day there at Kinetic. but in your experience, and I'd love to get your perspective, you know, I'm a big fan of telling Kairos that their next CA, their chiropractic assistant, shouldn't just be an assistant, should in fact be a very well-trained personal trainer with the right certifications, because I always say they they can do a significant amount of what you do. Yep. Uh, you, you know, what percent do you think all the people there are kinetic, what percent of what the chiros do can be done by the the personal trainer, you know, is there, how much overlap is there? I'll say that.
2: Well, it, it's, I mean, obviously as a trainer or a CA, you in no way can provide any form of manual therapy or diagnosis. We know right, that right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, But we, when it I comes like, to like, I like
1: your legal disclaimer there, but uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but
2: when it comes to the solution behind identifying a dysfunction, we have as much knowledge base as... The next person, you know, because that's what we live and breathe movement. So, why wouldn't we be ultra competent in that field? And so, the doctors really rely on our expertise as much as we rely on their expertise. And so, you know, I started like before launching Kinetic, I started three years at a similar practice, but I would say it was a little bit more traditional and just the layout. And I was a hybrid person. Like I did rehab when there was a patient that needed rehab, but I also spent a good amount of my time at the front desk. And I spent a, a good amount of my time as a chiropractic assistant, taking subjectives and, and helping to load patients into the treatment room. I did a lot of that, but I also came to the table as a personal trainer. And so when it came time to design and execute rehab programs, a lot of doctors were asking for my thoughts on the matter, or maybe like they knew how to start the patient, but they maybe didn't know how to properly progress that patient from isometric to eccentric to concentric and, you know, et cetera. So um, that's where I really brought a ton of value. So I would, going back to your question, like at Kinetic, our uh, our patient care coordinator currently right now, and the reason why I paused there for a second, because I think he just walked by, is uh, he, um, he has ambition to go to physical therapy school. And we've had multiple patient care coordinators of the time that actually, well, here, give, let me give you a perfect example. Our patient care coordinator that's, um, that started, I believe, in 2011 is now the rehab manager at our Green Lake location. So because again, like if you want to keep that person, you have to give them some career development track, right? If you find someone that is a personal trainer, but maybe a little green, but has all the ambition in the world to uh, independently drive their knowledge base and ask a lot of questions, that's a great way to grow that individual to create a track career path for them. So man, you can find a, a chiropractic assistant, that is a personal trainer you've won i'm telling you you've won
0: we'll return to the rest of our interview with sean masters after this are you a chiropractor or physical therapist working long hours worrying about lower repayments and missing out on quality time with your family you can double your income without working more hours by adding a gym to your practice Clinic Gym Hybrid Solutions has a step-by-step guide that dramatically simplifies and speeds up the addition of a fitness center and its monthly recurring revenue. In just six months, you can be on your way to freedom. Visit clinicgymhybrid.com today for a free downloadable PDF and complimentary consultation to get you started. That's clinicgymhybrid.com.
1: You guys have so much great stuff going on, but one thing I know that you do from a business perspective, and I'd love you to talk about this, and again, I'm changing gears quickly. We could go on forever about how awesome you guys are, but we're gonna have to keep that under wraps. All right? <laughs> yeah. But anyways, but um, I appreciate I know- the this, Josh. I do. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, pat yourself on the back. We're moving on. All right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, but I know you guys are huge fans of the weekly workshop, and you know a lot of people come to me and they say, "How will I market my gym? How will I market my gym if I add it?" Blah blah. And I think the same way you would market the clinic. Just do a weekly workshop, no matter what it is. Whether it's weight loss or foam rolling, or whatever, but you guys have mastered that. Can you talk to us a little bit about how effective that is and how it works?
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's really leveraging
1: the depth of our knowledge base, right? Like, well, ironically, I'm going to guess weekly ones. You don't go too deep, right? It's always shocking at how little things impress your patients so much.
2: Well, yeah, I mean it's limited to 60 minutes, and, and so um, it's really just thinking beyond pain, but also thinking about like a, a, like a prehab approach, right? Like, like, if you think of the season we've, uh, going into winter sports season, a lot of like ski prep workshops go in the spring, running prep workshops, just kind of get people thinking about their next kind of like physical under, you know, challenge or their, their physical goal. Um, and so one thing that we want to set up is like, we are, of course, like the authority on the subject matter, and it draws potential patients, of course, but it also deepens our relationship with the community. So, coaches and trainers also come to these workshops, right. and so we want to make sure that what we do complements what our biggest referral partners are doing. What we don't want to do is create any kind of overlap, right? Like where we're at Kinetic, a big—I mean, we're driven by partner referrals. And I think most um, chiropractors and physical therapists listening, um, they're driven by patient referrals and partner referrals, which is a great pulse of the health of your your practice. And so what we don't want to do is, you know, offer, at connect we don't want to offer a lot of fitness classes. For one, I'm not a personal trainer anymore, right? I have a specific set of skills. I have a niche. I have a specialty. I am not yeah, the You best need person.
1: a chick rescued out of Bulgaria? Sean's your guy. Here's a specific set <laughs> yeah, of skills.
2: I'm, yeah, exactly. Um, it's funny how we brought that movie reference back around again. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I am not the best fitness trainer out there but I have, I have partnerships in the community of exceptional coaches and trainers that I gladly refer out to. And, um, obviously that reciprocates back. So the, the workshops, it's very much around a particular topic and we do them. We used to do them for free. Now we charge and a portion of the proceeds go to, um, you know, we're a for purpose business. So a portion of the proceeds go to a local charity. Um, but I think that that's important too not to be afraid to charge for the workshops um, because there might be a lot of perceived value out there, but if you assign a $0 tag to it, that perceived value drops. And yeah, so, when,
1: when uh, people pay, they pay attention, right? For sure. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Very cool. Well, um, so what are, what have been some more of your, your more popular workshops that you guys have hosted?
2: Phone rolling has been huge. Um, just because everyone knows about foam rolling and most people have a foam roller, right? But not everyone knows how to actually use it appropriately. That's been huge. Um, we've been doing kind of functional mobility training for, and we just keep it to a region, right? For the shoulders, for the hips. And then we'll do specialty workshops like kind of a running re- workshop, kind of a pre-season running workshop or a ski prep workshop, etc. cetera. So just keeping it highly, highly specific um, has been very popular, and uh, and it's a great way to, I mean, just get obviously people in the door, but to get people familiar with the experience that you bring. That's that, unfortunately, maybe uh, an email campaign can't provide. I mean, email campaigns are great. What you post on social media is great, and all that can help draw business to you. But there's no substitute to getting them in the door,
1: right? No, and they so, they can't tell how much you care by an ad. Yeah. Like, But as soon as they meet you, they know their little lizard brain says, hey, this is somebody I can trust. Let's move on. Now, a lot of people think, oh, I do these workshops. I'm only going to get six or seven people or blah, blah, blah. But a um, couple questions. Number one, have you seen a lot of the same players come to multiple workshops, even though it's the same thing over and over again? Oh, for sure. Yeah, but they also bring a friend. Yeah, I think a lot of people are like, well, he came last time. It's not worth it. It's like, no, nah, some people... Yeah, It's like fruit, man. Like you go to an orange, an apple tree. I was going to say orange tree, but we're talking to a guy from Seattle. So you don't know what that is, but uh, we go to an apple tree. Some apples are ready to pick today. And you know what? Some of them are going to need to stay on that tree for weeks. And maybe that means they come to your foam rolling clinic three times in a row. And the third one, they finally go, all right, I've been burned bat in the past, but Sean seems like a good guy.
2: Yeah. Well, they also become a community ambassador for your brand. Like the more times they come in, the deeper their relationship with you becomes. And if all you're doing is bringing value to them, what you should be doing with these workshops, uh, they're, they're going to talk about you in the community. They're going to share that knowledge, especially um, if it's around something that really interests them, which is the whole reason why they came to that workshop in the first place. They're going to want to talk about it. They're going to want to share it with their buddies because um, when they talk about what they learned, it makes, it makes them look good, right? And then, like, where'd you learn that? I learned it at kinetic. I went to this, you know, ski hab workshop. It was awesome. Actually, they're hosting another one in two weeks. Do you want to go? It's only $20, right? It's only $20. So, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't, yeah. Don't let that be discouraging. If, if people are coming back, actually that should be a sign of the success
1: of the workshop. Yeah. And you know, the hardest, one of the hardest things in all businesses is can you just get that customer to walk in your doors? The mm-hmm. the first time you're at a shopping mall, I mean, shopping malls really are, can we just get you to happen to be walking by and go in our store, mm-hmm. you know, and then if we can get you in our store, we can, not the first time, but maybe the second, the fifth, 10th, we can sell you something, but just getting them to start looking at you as that trusted resource in your community for information is so huge, and then like you're saying, Sean, you get a lot of partner referrals. But I, I'm sure it's incredibly rewarding, and it's great for business when you guys give some referrals as well. So, hey, does anybody know a good ski instructor? Oh, yeah, we work with so and so. Does anybody know a good dance instructor? Oh, yeah, you know we we work with so and so. She works with uh, all sorts of middle school. Girls, right? Do you know a good fitness trainer, like you're saying? And you can give all those referrals downstream, and it just buffers both sides of the relationship. Plus, again, the patient feels like they're in better hands because they'd love to have that referral rather than just kind of search on Google.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, what carries more weight? A referral from someone that you're really close with, like a best friend, or a random search on Yelp or Google, right? Like, what's going to have more weight? it's going to be that that uh personal referral hands down always absolutely
1: absolutely and it's it's trusted i mean it, that's just you know there's nothing better than a, a personal referral so um le- now let me ask you uh, i know we've only got about 5 minutes left here cuz again you're an important person and there's somebody <laughs> that needs rescuing out in romania so i know you <laughs> got to hop a flight here soon and use a fake passport but uh it, since you have these highly qualified trainers that are now these rehab specialists right um, and kinetic is, is how many square feet currently? Uh, let's
2: see our 3,200,
1: 3,500, something uh,
2: like that. Oh, that's like, that's total space. I would say kind of a clinic user, um, usable square foot. I was around like 1800 to 2300. Cause I think Fremont is a, a little bit smaller and our green Lake lo- green excuse me, location is about
1: 2300. So okay. yeah. So a lot of those, a lot of folks out there going, oh, I need all this space and blah, blah, blah. So you got about 1,800 usable space. And how many folks are just in that location there? Total, including the clinic, including your rehab specialist, including everybody. How many, uh, how many team members do you have? Six. Woo. All right. So it's a, uh, it's comfortable, right? We're rubbing elbows and and patting each other on the shoulders as we go by. Yeah. I mean, it, it,
2: but I, that, uh, only feeds into the energy, right? And the experience. Absolutely. And I mean, so-
1: if you think about like a gymnasium, like a huge high school basketball court, if, if I'm rehabbing somebody under one basket and you're rehabbing them under the other, there's no energy there, right? But if I go down to just the paint in one of those keys and we have two people, you know, one's working a half kneeling exercise and the next is doing a kettlebell hip hinge. Now there's some energy of just being two human beings next to each other with two other human beings watching, Right. Right. And it just feeds that energy. Like, I can't describe how great that is to everybody. Um, yeah, because I think a lot of chiropractors are a little nervous because the open bay idea is really kind of the um, old style of chiropractic, right? But you're taking that and just reworking it in a very positive light. Uh, 100%. We had a,
2: uh, an awesome doc come in just a few days ago to Shadow, and she had heard Um, about kind of our treatment bay model and very open floor plan. And it just, it didn't really register at that time. And, and so it actually took her coming in to see it for her to say, wow, it does have abundant patient privacy. There is obviously very strong communication because I have line of sight. The doctors have line of sight to what I do and vice versa. I can hear everything. Um, but it's just, when you picture it in your head, it, it might go against your, your ideal of, you know, what is the ideal best patient ex, you know, experience they want. And then it kind of goes down to like, they want to have a private room. Um, the private room is also a room of isolation. They've probably been in isolation because of the pain. Don't feed yeah. that right. Create an open atmosphere and encouraging a very, uh, Positive, right? Positive
1: atmosphere. Absolutely, yeah. And yeah. and you can, you know, I mean, you can do this uh, anywhere. I mean, think about a restaurant. You share intimate thoughts and, and feelings and everything at a restaurant, and yet there's somebody else's head that the back of somebody else's head is maybe 18 inches away from the back of your head, right? Mm-hmm. But but it's okay. It works. And but that's a big open area. So anyway, so that's kind of the business. Uh, some of the logistics of it, and the other thing about that open space, by the way, is then you can run those workshops all the time it's hard to run them in a 10 by 10 room, you know, it yeah. just doesn't work. So
2: I mean, well, just fantastic. It's Go important ahead. to know, uh, just really quick, the open bay idea came out of necessity. It became out of because the space that we leased in 2010 was like 600 square feet. And so we had no choice, but to have an open concept and it turned out to be the best possible decision we could have made. And so, um, if you think about, like 1800 square feet and then you start kind of building rooms around that, you lose square footage very, very quickly. And right. so if you're limited on in space, you know, you learn to do without, right. You learn to really be creative and by having an open floor plan, um, if you're able, uh, to create the necessary Minimum of privacy, of course, that that patient needs um, it's going to be a winning formula I tell you because there's a lot of great like byproduct that comes from that, and communication is at the top of the list
1: yeah, and you know the other cool thing is I'm sure you get some pretty prominent people in your area, and it, it doesn't hurt business when you know the you know a, a famous or semi famous celebrity is work is is getting rehabbed. And those other five patients at the same time see that you know we had an ex governor of our state with us and and uh, you know people would always be like is that governor so and so and like, yeah but, you know you just kind of brush it off act very nonchalant and be like yeah that's just the people we get here you know right so, <laughs> yeah. yeah cool well uh, as we wrap up our final minutes Sean, if anybody's interested in getting started on this um, on this journey and and they're really interested in, in kind of um, integrating the the trainers into their chiropractic clinic. Of course, they're going to go to clinicgymhybrid.com and download our six month PDF. But seriously, what, what suggestions or what advice do you have for them from now? What I love about this is you're coming from the trainer side, right? Which I think it's very, uh, it's great to have your perspective because a lot of these people are thinking, Oh, there's no trainers out there who want to do this. You know, Oh, they want to be in the gym. They want to be in that big box gym, counting reps or whatever. But What advice do you have for somebody to get started and to find the right trainer that is like a Sean masters? You know, I would, I would say go to a model agency, look at the headshots. When you see the best looking dude, slide that across, (laughs) (laughs)
2: find someone that uh, I would say before you even open your clinic, you need to have that person in mind. That's what I would say. You need to know that you're going to need to bring them on before you possibly feel like you're ready, right? The current model is like, well, when I get busy enough, then I'll add rehab. No, if you really want to differentiate yourself from the jump, from the get, you better bring on rehab right away. And you're going to your that investment's gonna pay off right away. It will. So you're saying you person, do. person before facility. Thousand percent. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And and don't uh and don't label them staff member or an employee. They're a teammate. And, and make sure that that's the verbiage that you use too, because if you want to keep that person, they need to feel like they're on the team and they're not just an employee of yours or a staff member of yours. And so find that person right away, find your co-pilot in this. And, um, and if you're, if you're launching that person is going to be really, it's going to be all in it with you and they're going to, they're going to grow this thing with you and really leverage The expertise, the knowledge. Recognize that that person is an expert in a certain subject matter, and really leverage that. Really position them as an authority, right? And it's a great, great platform to do it in a medical clinic where you seek out the expert, right? Um, That's what. That's really what I recommend doing um, before you even open your doors. Now, say you've opened your doors, you just need to get out in the community and you need to connect with people like meet them on their turf, like go to the gyms, go to, um, other studios and just develop a connection, you know, and start with that. Don't, don't headhunt. Don't go out and say like, oh, that person looks awesome. I'm going to see if I can take them away and, and bring them on. Don't, don't go with that approach. There'll be a natural draw. Trust me, give it time. There'll be a natural draw. Um, it only helps if that person has that empathy too, right? And there's a lot of great docs and great trainers out there that got in this industry because we've sustained our own share of ailments, like myself included. And and uh, to be able to share from a deep personal um, experience is going to really help in the communication aspect with patients. So mm-hmm. yeah, Fantastic. I think that's, there's no, uh, I don't really have a set for- formula, but I just know, That um, when you find a great person, you got to really set it up for that person to grow with you.
1: I I think people are underestimating the power of the sentence you just said. I mean, when you find those people and you provide that forward path for them to grow, your life as a clinician, as a business owner, as a teammate, as somebody that needs help sometimes... It's drastically, it's dramatically different, and they want to see you succeed when you are interested in them succeeding, and that becomes synergistic. So, Sean, I can't thank you enough for being on with us today. Um, Is it sunny up there in Seattle today?
2: You know, it's been dry like the last week, and it's the clouds are starting to roll in, the, the rain's coming back. But man, we've been really blessed this last week. Like it's been blue skies, it's been cold, but I mean it's December after all. But um it's 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 a beautiful time of year here in Seattle I'm not going to lie to you.
1: Fantastic. Well, get outside and enjoy the beautiful weather while you can before it gets too cold for the winter. Uh, <laughs> awesome. so uh Sean if people want to get a hold of you or they want to reach out they have questions, do you mind if they hit you up uh via Facebook or whatever? Not at all. Um okay. can, they can you give uh, us a couple of your social media handles so they can get a hold of you and where to check you out?
2: Yeah, they can DM me um, through Kinetic Sports Rehab Instagram. That's the handle, Kinetic Sports Rehab. Um, and they could find, obviously, uh, learn more about Kinetic on our website, uh, kinetic rehabcom They can uh, find my personal page, which I spend way more time on our business page than I do my personal page. But uh, Sean Masters Mindset um, uh, is my Instagram handle. But yeah, if anyone has any questions at all, uh, I mean, I'm on their team. I'm going to do everything I can to give them value. So
1: Yeah, I really appreciate that. And we did not even get into any of Sean's true specialty, which is developing a culture. So maybe we'll have you on again in a few months, if that's all right, Sean, Absolutely. would you mind, would you mind talking about culture for a few minutes? Uh, with, yeah, in a I couple months at. All. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that's what you guys have done an excellent job of, so yeah. we'll, uh, we'll put that on the back burner, but Sean, thank you so much uh, for being with us today. And those of you who are on the fence about starting a gym and, and integrating it into your clinic, like I hope this pushes you over that edge because you realize we're not just talking about a better business, it's better care for your patients, it's a better life for you, it's a better team, and all that is so, so easy to develop once you decide to move forward. So on behalf of Sean Masters,. At Kinetic Sports Rehab up in Seattle, this is Dr. Josh Satterley for Clinic Gym Hybrid saying, maximize your license and go live the life you dreamt of. Thanks, Sean. You're very welcome, Josh. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to Clinic Gym Radio. If you're ready to double your profit without working longer hours, please visit clinicgymhybrid.com and find out how easy it is to get started on your path to freedom. That's clinicgymhybrid.com.